This podcast is recorded live during my weekly Zoom virtual healing circles. Be sure to stick around to the end of the episode to learn more about how you can join me for these live virtual events. Welcome to the Virtual Healing Circle with me, Jen Fable of LiveLifeUnbroken.com. And tonight I want to talk to you about this idea of spiritual bypassing. If you are walking a spiritual path, if you are walking a healing path, you are absolutely 100% going to be guilty of doing this at some point. And the key is to know when you're doing it so you can catch yourself and adjust. Because if we don't know, we don't know. And so my job tonight is to introduce you to this concept and help you figure out why it's such a problem and how you can avoid it as you walk forward. So why is this important? This is important because if you're on a healing journey of any kind, there's a big temptation to spiritual bypass. And so this temptation is always present. So it's helpful to know what to look out for so that you know when you've gone off the wrong side of the path. This is important because failure to recognize these patterns will lead to frustration, it will lead to conflict, and it could lead to physical dis-ease and illness in your body and all sorts of areas of your life. And this is important because without knowing with information, you're pretty much just inviting that big two-by-four from the universe to whop you in the face. So what exactly is spiritual bypassing? Spiritual bypassing is a concept that was first introduced in the 1980s by a Buddhist teacher and psychotherapist named John Wellwood, and it refers to this tendency to use spiritual ideas and spiritual practices to avoid facing unresolved emotional issues, to sidestep psychological wounds, to avoid unfinished developmental tasks. Spiritual bypassing basically describes anyone who resorts to spirituality to avoid difficult or painful emotions or challenges. We often think that being spiritual means somehow evolving beyond our humanity, and when we do that, we deny a big important part of ourself, and that's a problem. So here are some signs of what spiritual bypassing is. You can get an idea and a feel for it. Sign number one is avoiding feelings of anger. This is a big one, and those of you who've hung out with me for any amount of time know how I feel about anger. When you're talking to someone who's super spiritual or super in, you know, I'm in love and light, I don't ever really get angry. Red flag. That's a big sign of spiritual bypassing. Anger is a normal, natural part of being a human. You're not supposed to use the energy world to hide from your humanity. Another sign of spiritual bypassing is believing in your own spiritual superiority as a way of hiding from insecurities. I see this one a lot when people use lots of labels around them. My coworker's a narcissist. Maybe. And what does that situation come to teach you about you? It's one thing to stand on your high horse and say, oh, I'm better than this person because I'm empathic and they're not. But where are you using that to hide from your own insecurities? What is believing that? What is using that label get you off the hook of? The true spiritual journey is about understanding where those hooks are and healing them, not pretending they don't exist and blaming it on all the people around you. Another sign of spiritual bypassing is believing that spiritual practices such as meditation or prayer are always positive. Sure, there will be times that you are sitting in meditation and you are overwhelmed with immense feelings of love and gratitude for your fellow human. 
And there will be a lot of times where you're overwhelmed with feelings of grief and sadness as you process old traumatic wounds, old situations, things that need healing. It's not always supposed to feel good to meditate, I'll tell you. Most of the time, I sob hysterically, and that's okay. Believing that it's supposed to always be positive allows you to keep hiding from the emotions that are trying to come up for healing. Another sign of spiritual bypassing is having extremely high, often unattainable, idealistic ideas. You know, this idea of one day I'm going to meet my twin flame and we'll just bond together and I'll never have to use my voice to ask for anything ever because they'll telepathically know me and crawl into my skin. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> You're bouncing around on a planet with a whole lot of other imperfect human beings. And you need to learn how to be a human being and hang out with other human beings, even when your soul's like, blah. <laughs> so that's a sign of spiritual bypassing. Another sign is focusing only on spirituality and ignoring the present moment. It's wonderful to know that all is always working out well. And it's also okay to acknowledge that this present moment is crap. <laughs> That's part of being human. Another sign is projecting your own negative feelings onto other people. Again, this whole idea of not owning your shit. A healing journey is about owning your shit and recognizing when you're projecting it onto the people around you. Another sign of spiritual bypassing, pretending things are fine. They're fine. No, everything's fine. No, everything's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And clearly they're not. Or thinking that people can overcome their problems through only positive thinking. Positive thinking is wonderful. And if there's someone in your life who is battling a terminal illness or going through the worst moments of their life or overwhelmed with huge feelings of grief, telling them to think positively or having them believe that that is the only way to heal is a problem. You're meant to feel and heal through your emotions. We're going to talk about why in just a moment. Another sign of spiritual bypassing, thinking that you must rise above your emotions. I shall be someone who feels nothing ever. And I'm like, yeah, we call those sociopaths. <laughs> That's not the goal. You're meant to feel your emotions. You're meant to learn from your emotions. And finally, using defense mechanisms such as denial and repression. I love when people tell me things like, I just put it out of my head. I had a negative thought pop up in the morning and I put it out of my head. I'm like, that's amazing. Where did it go? Did magic fairies come to take it? No, putting it out of your head doesn't mean it's gone. It's still there. It's repressed. And I promise you, it needs healing. And avoiding that healing is one of the signs of spiritual bypassing. So how we get into this situation, why is it that pretty much all of us are at some point going to be guilty of this, usually many times? It starts because we label emotions as either good or bad. I have good emotions like love and excitement and joy, and I have bad emotions like anxiety and sadness and anger. And when I do that, I cut myself off from half of who I am. What it really is, is that all emotions are good. All emotions are good. All emotions are sophisticated biofeedback mechanisms that connect you with your higher self. And I'll explain that more in a moment. Which means all emotions are good. Some of them just feel like crap. All of them are good. Some just feel icky. And part of a healing journey is learning how to be okay with that ickiness, how to navigate that ickiness, how to walk through that ickiness knowing that it can't actually take you down. Because it is walking through that 
that you learn amazing things about yourself. When you refuse to feel those things and instead of choosing going into the land of love and light, which, hey, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't want to go escape in the land of love and light? But when you do that, you miss out on a lot of healing opportunities. Bottom line is a healthy human being is meant to feel all of their emotions, not just the ones that feel good or are convenient. And they are never convenient. <laughs> so here's how it works. Here's why this is so important. So we've talked in the past about how you have your conscious mind awareness, that mental realm, your thinky, thinky self, that part of you that likes to ask why, that needs things to be logical and orderly and linear, the part that uses words and has all these sentences and is chattery, chattery, chattery in your head all day long. You have your unconscious mind, what Freud would call the subconscious. This is your emotional realm. This is where your feelings live, your memories live, your emotions, all that stuff is there. It's very symbolic. And then you have your higher self. This is part of the spiritual realm. This is the conduit through which you connect with source, through universe, through divine. Now, when we are wanting to manifest something into our life, and by manifest, I mean you have a goal, maybe it's not a business goal, you have a wish, you have a dream, you have something that you want. There's something that's in your head that you're like, ooh, I wish it could come out of my head and live in my world. So we send those thoughts out to the universe through our conscious mind up to the energetic realm. We put it out there, as we like to say, I'm just going to put this out there. And then we wait for something to talk back to us. The problem is your conscious mind mental realm awareness does not have the capacity to interpret information from your higher self. It doesn't have the bandwidth. It's kind of like tuning into AM instead of FM radio. They're two very different frequencies, and so they can't really communicate. And so when higher self, when source, when the universe gives you information and guides you, it's going to come back to you in through your unconscious, your emotional realm self. And then that is going to come up into your awareness using ba 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 emotions. Which means that when you ignore your emotions, when you cut yourself off from your emotions in order to play in the land of love and light, what you're really doing is you're cutting yourself off from the guidance and wisdom of your higher self, of the universe, of source. Why am I not getting signs? I just want a sign. You can't see the signs if you've turned off the communication system that is used to get your attention, to let you know where to look. It's like playing that game of hot-cold with the universe. We need to listen to it. Another thing that makes this situation a little more challenging is when we avoid our darkness, when we shove things down, when we just put it out of our mind, all that information from our higher self from source, from the divine that comes to us through our unconscious mind is now filtered through all the crap we don't want to deal with. And so the information that does come into our awareness is murky. It's cloudy. It's not true. Part of a spiritual journey means being willing to go into that darkness, to acknowledge and own your shit, and to find someone to help you walk through it if you don't know where to find the light switch. In doing so, you can then access that wisdom, access that guidance, and move forward. So some consequences of spiritual bypassing. When we attempt to avoid our humanity, we tend to have an excessive need to control others and ourselves, Because we can't ever acknowledge that anything bad could ever happen. Because we can't handle it. I'm going to shove it down. And there's no more room there. And so we have to just control everything. We tend to lack 
total boundaries and healthy boundaries in our life. We just let anything happen. We're responsible for everyone. Everyone's responsible for us. We just have zero boundaries. Because of this, we tend to experience a lot of shame and anxiety. We'll have black and white thinking, either this or that. This is where those labels come in. Instead of acknowledging that we're all a little narcissistic, we label others as it, and in doing so, deny the parts of us that are, and that could use some healing. Another consequence is emotional confusion, because we don't really know ourselves because we've cut ourselves off from who we are by cutting off our communication system to the divine. We'll tend to tolerate inappropriate behavior. We might be codependent. We will be compulsively kind, because of course thou shalt never show anger when you are spiritually bypassing. Always happy, happy all the time. We'll have spiritual narcissism, this idea that I'm better than everyone because I know love and light which tends to give us a total disregard for our personal responsibility, and we just want to run away. So here's the real reason why spiritual bypassing is such a bad idea. The whole purpose of a healing journey, of a spiritual journey, is to plug you back into your essence, that pure spark of who you are that always has and always will exist. We are born with this spark, with this pure essence, and unfortunately, as we make our way about the world as silly little humans banging into other silly little humans, at some point we're taught that the essence of who we are isn't enough, isn't worthy, isn't lovable, that something's wrong with it. Somehow our essence made someone else uncomfortable, and they project it onto us because that's what we do as humans. And in doing so, we end up with this shame. We end up with what we call an un, unworthy, unlovable undeserving, not good enough. Now, because this is our deepest, darkest secret, the one we hide from ourself, we won't let anyone near it. And so we hide this in a layer of anger and fear. This is what we need to walk through. This is what we need to heal through in order to find that essence. When we don't, when we don't let ourselves acknowledge our anger, when we don't acknowledge our fear, when we live in the land of love and light, it becomes just another defense mechanism. It becomes part of a subpersonality. The whole goal of spirituality is to connect you to your essence. When you use spiritual bypassing, it keeps you stuck in the outer edges of healing, in the defense mechanism area. It keeps you from going inside to the essence, which is the point in the first place. So the whole problem with spiritual bypassing is that spirituality is meant to connect you to your humanity. With spiritual bypassing, you deny your humanity and attempt to gloss over problems, which feels better in the short term, but it just drives the problem underground. And that's why the 2 by 4 from the universe will eventually show up. Now, there are certain times that spiritual bypassing is okay. It's okay for us to use it as a temporary solution to cope with acute stress. Sometimes when life is lifey, we need a time out from the fields. And the world of love and light is a great place to take a breather, to take a time out, to take a rest, to give yourself a moment to catch your breath and recharge. When shit is going sideways and you just need a time out from the feely fields, it's okay to hide in the land of love and light. But spiritual bypassing becomes a problem when it's used as a long-term strategy. When it's used to ignore or suppress unaddressed mental health challenges like anxiety, like overwhelm, like hopelessness. Those uncomfortable emotions contain within them immense wisdom because they are communications from the divine. They're just being filtered through some icky crap, so we need to heal that 
so you can connect in with your essence. And spiritual bypassing is not okay when it's used as a defense mechanism. If you are wielding your spirituality as a weapon and pushing people out of your life, check yourself. So how do you avoid it? How can we avoid the pitfalls of this craptacular land of spiritual bypassing? Step one, stop labeling your emotions as good or bad. Your emotions are feedback mechanisms. They are data. They are just information being conveyed to you from the part of you that is outside of your awareness. And that doesn't use language, so it has to move energy. And since energy in motion is emotion, that's how it communicates with you. You can avoid it by seeking that deeper wisdom inside the emotion. And this doesn't mean learning how to sit in the discomfort and the darkness. Your job is not to learn how to be okay with the darkness. Your job is to learn how to shine your light there. You're meant to illuminate the darkness, to heal what's there, to get that wisdom, not to hide up in the land of love and light. And you can avoid it by forgiving yourself when you inevitably do this anyways. Because <laughs> it feels so good up there. Why wouldn't we? So when you catch yourself, just recalibrate, adjust, and go back to healing. Keep moving forward. So some key concepts to remember. Remember that your emotions are a sophisticated biofeedback mechanism that's designed to convey very important wisdom from your higher self and your unconscious mind up into your awareness. Remember that ignoring your emotions will keep you locked in that outer edge of healing, and it'll block you from accessing your true essence, the part of you that is the light. And remember that the healing journey is meant to be bumpy, it's meant to be messy, it's meant to be feely. So trying to shortcut the process is going to rob you of the healing that you're actually there to seek. And as always, I want to remind you to decide you want it more than you're afraid of it. The reason we hide in the land of love and light is because we don't like all the feely feels. They scare the snot out of us. We're afraid we won't be able to find our way out. So just decide you want it more than you're afraid of it. And that's always the decision that will take you to the next step. And as always, if you have any questions from tonight's circle or podcast, please know you can always reach out to me through my website at www.livelifeunbroken.com or through email or through social media. I don't really have a question, but I just wanted, I'm so grateful for this topic tonight because I just feel like you were hitting the nail on the head with, with, with this for me and my family, this is my family, spiritual bypassing. I used to call it delusional optimism <laughs> because it was just like, this is not real. And, you know, I was the one who was always really sad and angry and that was not allowed. And I just didn't understand um, why I couldn't be happy. Like everyone else is in happy la la land all the time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, in more recent years, I've realized that, you know, it was, it was spiritual bypassing. It was kind of a denial of those um, negative or bad emotions. And um, yeah, and it was kind of a relief to hear that on this spiritual path, that you're not always going to feel spiritually enlightened, and you're not going to feel connected, and you're not going to feel all the inspiring feelings. And, and sometimes it's, it's dark, and it's crappy, and you don't feel good. And, and that's okay. And that's just part of the process. So that's, that's really helpful because I feel a lot of pressure from inside of myself to, um, to be spiritually fit, I think. 
Yeah, absolutely. And the, the point of the spiritual journey is so that you can have those moments of love and light. Because you're right, when you turn off some of your emotions, they all go with it. And so yeah. when we are told that we're not allowed to be angry, we're not allowed to be sad, we suddenly find that we can't be happy, we can't find joy, we can't find peace. They're all connected. You can't turn off some of your feedback mechanism, but still have the other ones, the so-called quote-unquote good ones. And so when I'm on a spiritual path, I will have those moments of love and light and peace. Whereas when I deny my emotions, those become literally inaccessible to me. Mm -hmm. But the land of love and light also comes with the feely feels of being a human because your job is not to become something other than human. Your job is to be human. That's why we chose it to be here, even when our inner soul is like, well, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, absolutely. I, I do actually have a question. So if somebody was just starting their, their spiritual journey, um, there's a lot to unpack there is there any way to give some kind of like a timeline of like, when do you start seeing progress or when, how long does that kind of work take? I mean, I know it's a lifetime thing, but I guess maybe in terms of like the really difficult part in the beginning, how long does that last? It depends on the tools that the person is exploring to do it. And it depends on which realms they're starting on and which ones they're working on at the same time. So, of course, there are four realms. Actually, the topic for next week is going to be the fifth realm. I'm going to introduce Ooh. you to the fifth one. Oh, I know. Yeah. Right? So you've got the four realms of healing. You've got the physical realm. This is the physical world around you. Anything you can see, smell, taste, touch here is part of the physical realm. You've got your emotional realm where your feelings live. You've got your mental realm, your thoughts and thinky, thinky self. You've got the energetic realm. When you're on a healing journey, what usually happens is first we start on the physical. We feel crappy. And so we're like, eh, I feel crappy. Let's start with supplements. Go to my doctor, see what I can do. Go do what I can do. Then we jump up into the mental realm. Let's go talk about it. See if I could get it that way. So then we get like some healing done. Then we're like, blech, I don't like any of these things. I want to jump up into the land of love and light. But we all like to skip that emotional realm. We all like to heal on everything but that one because that's the one where we've hidden all the stuff we don't like about ourselves. And so we usually come at that one last. And so that makes the journey take longer because we have to first go through all the stuff on the physical, all the stuff on the mental, all the stuff on the energetic before we finally are like, okay, I can do this now. I'm highly biased and I work on the emotional realm. So I always say to people, start there because that's the bridge. You can't bring anything from the land of love and light down into your world if it's getting stuck in all your dramas and traumas. You can't bring anything down. You have to bridge that gap. That's why all my programs are called Bridge the Gap. Your emotional realm is that bridge. And so I say build the bridge first. Then you can navigate all of them. And so it takes as long as it takes and depends on where we start. If you want it to go faster, start on the emotional realm. There are tools that allow you to heal on that realm without having to use the mental realm to think about and work through all the trauma. We think that we're supposed to use our thinking self to access the emotional self, and to some degree, yes, but you cannot rationalize and understand an emotional thing. And so different tools are required. So find someone who works on that level. Start there, and then you can navigate everything else with ease. If you don't do that, you'll still get there. You can still build the bridge later, but it does make it take longer. That makes sense. That answer your question? Absolutely. 
Cool. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome question. Do you want to learn more about how you can continue your journey and experience my virtual healing circles in real time? If so, check out livelifeunbroken.com circle and join my free circle membership. Receive weekly reminders, bonus material and recaps, plus special offers, as well as access to my weekly virtual healing circles. If you're ready to leave behind the fears and limitations of the ego and step into the spiritual life you've long known is waiting for you, you're invited to join me, Jen Fable, for a soul-nourishing journey into the exploration of you, the universe, and all space in between. During our time and circle together, I will share with you all the tips and tricks you need to make playing with energy fun, easy, and most of all, effective. We'll open the space with a candle meditation, and after I will share with you my favorite grounding practices and lead you through a circle casting, guided meditation, and breath work, followed by a soul-inspiring gratitude practice. If your soul has been calling out to you and you're ready to tune in and listen, go to www.livelifeunbroken.com circle and register today for your Zoom access information. That's www.livelifeunbroken.com backslash circle C-I-R-C-L-E. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.